you for tuning into the podcast with Milo and the Bull, hosted by myself, Anna, personal trainer and coach at Milo. Here on this podcast, I will be chatting to guests from the fitness, health and lifestyle industries whilst we're out on a plod around South London. For those of you unsure by the term plod, this means any form of run or jog or even a walk. The podcast aims to keep you company whilst you are getting out and about during lockdown 2.0, perhaps also on your run or plod or even walk, and share with you the fitness-related stories of our guests and hopefully provide some key takeouts and tips to help you on your own health and fitness journey each week. Enjoy listening. In this episode, I am off to meet Milo Royds, founder of Milo's Dog Running, a specialist dog walking business that is dedicated to providing the highest quality of care for dogs through dog running, walking and daycare. He is a believer that dogs are born to run, so I am desperate to find out more. I'm meeting him on Wimbledon Common to join a pack run, more on that later, and I'm buzzing to meet the four-legged guest that he is bringing on the run with us. I'll be finding out all about Milo, his business and what it involves, his love of running and dogs and the science behind dog running, as well as getting some top tips for the community on running with your dog and an all-round lovely chat about lots of our favourite dog breeds. I have to say, the fact he is called Milo and he loves dogs makes him the perfect guest for this episode, as he will fit straight in with our Milo community. I hope you enjoy listening and do let us know what you think. common and I've met up with um, Milo who owns Milo's Dog Running and we are currently joined by four four-legged friends which is pretty cool. How are you, uh, how are you feeling Milo? Have you done a podcast before? Morning. Uh, no, first ever podcast for me which is pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm excited to do it. Shoot away. Do you know much about um, the podcast that I'm currently working on? Obviously this is only the second episode. Um, and like, do you know anything about Milo and the Bull? Do you need me to talk you through? Is Milo and the Bull up in Clapham? Yes, Clapham the, Junction. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've actually walked past it and saw the name. You haven't been in? Never been in. Oh, you should come. We should get you in as soon as we're reopened again. Um, so yeah, so basically it's Milo month, which means essentially other words for lockdown 2.0. And we wanted to give the community like a few more kind of interesting things to have to enjoy this month so the podcast is one of them and I'm the interview and I get to speak to really cool people who are interested in health lifestyle fitness related things and I remembered you from when we met post Notting Hill Carnival many years ago through a mutual friend over the days um, and thought you'd be great to get on it so yeah I guess do you want to give everyone a bit of a um, talk about like your business, who you are, what you do. Right, so the business is all about taking the dogs out and giving them proper exercise. And we uh, offer the running service, which is uh, what we're doing right now at some women in common. We're running out with the four dogs. What are the dogs' names, by the way? So we've got Red, the Ridgeback, Harley, the Cane Corsa, Lola and Reggie, which are two golden retrievers. Oh, gorgeous. 
They look very happy to be out. So have you already walked them today? Yeah, so what we do is uh, a walk at the beginning so they can play, use all their senses, go hunting for squirrels and rabbits. Um, you know, I hope they have they ever caught one. one. <laughs> They've never caught one, have they, or have they? Red's actually killed one, yeah. Oh no, is he your dog? Uh, no, but yes. <laughs> no, but yes, you've inherited him. He's been mine for the last four months. Oh, he's lovely. He's, they're all yeah, pretty big, boy. aren't they? So, tell me a little bit more about you. So, have you always been a runner? I've always run, yeah. I mean, before this, I've done a marathon, done a couple of half marathons. But, um, I don't know, I've never could like, not play like, ever competitive running. I ran through school and everything. Uh, but you were running before you set up this business. Yeah, I was running. No, not as much as I run now, but yeah. I was running for sure. And what was your inspiration then for setting up a dog walking business that really has the emphasis on running, getting the dogs to run? Uh, well, I worked somewhere else originally, the daycare centre. Yeah. And uh, With dogs. Yeah, the daycare centre with dogs. And then um, what I did was offer the idea to this guy, and I'd be like, I told him I'd be very happy to do this dog running. Uh, he turned the idea down. <laughs> so I just thought I'd set it up myself, see how it goes. Amazing, uh, and how long have you been doing it for? Uh, four years now. Four years, and where do most of your like clients come from? Uh, mostly around Fulham. Yeah, is that where, that's where that's you where I'm based. based. Yeah. But I do uh, high park runs as well in the afternoon. Okay. With, uh, but you prefer it? You prefer it out here on the common? Yeah, it's very nice. This is this is this is Stog the best land. way to start my day. Yeah. Like a morning run. With so just so you dogs. know, it's about 7:25 a.m. Monday morning, and we are out running on the beautiful Wimbledon Common. Obviously, we're joined by the four lovely dogs as well. So. Another thing I was thinking is, is there a big dog running community or do you think you're pretty niche in that respect? Uh, as a business? Yeah. There are, I've seen a couple of other businesses that do this. Yeah. Um, there was one other guy who did this before me and I think there are a couple that opened up since I started, but I originally got the idea from America. There's a massive dog yep. running community in America where dogs aren't allowed to lead. I thought I'd jump the gun before I came yeah. over here. Yeah, I've actually seen quite a lot of articles of like dog running. I was doing a bit of research around it and there's quite a few different ones in like Chicago and places like LA and stuff. Yeah, massive, massive. But a lot of them can't, like have to keep their dogs on leads. They're just like running along with like eight dogs attached to them by the waist, which that seems is, a bit uh, brutal. Yeah, that is why they do it basically. <laughs> Can't be off the lead. Not as natural as this. No. Running as part of a pack. Oh no, it's awesome. So have you always loved dogs then? Yeah, always had dogs in the family, literally. Which dogs? Uh, we've had, they've all been mongrels and all been rescues. Yeah. Uh, oh, but mostly lovely. like terrier based. We had a big one, I had no idea what, what breed he was. I was very young, but uh, well, I've literally never been without a dog. Oh. My entire life, which is very yeah, I'm the same actually. I've always grown up with um, Labradors, mostly of the chocolate assortment. Oh, yeah. yeah, my um, my parents actually bring Monty, our chocolate lab, out of out here pretty much every day as well. So 
yeah, this is their common dog walking ground. So, um, back to the science of dog running, because you talk about it on your website. Yeah. Um, like the kind of mental health benefits, the behavioural benefits. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that pretty much most city London dogs aren't really getting the best amount of exercise that they need. What, what sort of research have you seen? And like, can you tell us a little bit more about actually the kind of, not just why you love running with dogs, but actually the side behind why it's important? Uh, the importance is huge. Currently, Ooh, dogs, dogs, <laughs> dogs Yeah, I've got the trail shoes on. Currently, there are dogs with, that gain a massive amount of aggression get separation anxiety, uh, become obese, become unhealthy through the lack of exercise they receive. Yeah. Um, this can lead to many other... Morning. Morning. Um, this can have to lead into serious complications of dogs. People have to give up their dogs. People have to get dog training. So sad, yeah. Um, uh, so the idea like, behind this is two hour compact exercise means that you are satisfied with your dog's exercise. They come back uh, completely knackered and can like, stimulate them mentally. Yeah. Um, and with dogs that are aggressive or slightly aggressive, dogs that pent up energy, this can all release it in the same way for yeah. humans. Yeah, I was going to say... And even like, dogs can get depressed. Like, dogs can get depressed. Yeah, and I guess, like, if you're the owner, you're just doing the same kind of walk every day with your dogs, you're not really realising that maybe you're just creating a bit of boredom with them. They're yeah. actually lacking the stimulation that maybe they need. Um, and also, this is allowing them to be, you know, constantly with other dogs. So they're doing what, you know, this is nature made for them. Do, yeah, this is allowing what dogs to do dogs and bringing them into a pack and running with them. They get this pack mentality. Yeah. So they're born to have... What was like, it? You said to me they're born to run. They're born to run. Like they're, they're, they're pack they're, 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 you know, ancestors of wolves. Wolves yeah. run in packs. They hunt in packs. And this is exactly what I'm trying to recreate here. Yeah, it's amazing. So right now, we've got four big dogs literally surrounding us. We are the we are the two bigger dogs, though. We are the are two. Are you the alpha? Have to be the alpha, otherwise they're gonna. A lot of dog right. training is about teaching the owner to be the alpha, isn't it? Because my brother and sister-in-law, they um, recently got chocolate lab. Yeah. And she was, they didn't know at the time, but she was like alpha of the litter. And so they've had to have some training, which is purely for them, to learn how to kind of put her in her place a bit, really which is quite interesting. But they're quite soft. I think she would love this. So I might have to like hook you up with them or something yeah, because she's so athletic and energetic. And needs to get off so much energy. Um, that's yeah, awesome. There is, um, there is a big thing I, I see. Like as lockdown happens, we've had a lot of um, puppies being bought, and I do believe people are too soft on their dogs. Yeah. Which make them too much treating them like a child. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. I mean, your dog is a dog, and I completely understand you want to praise it as much and as you want. And cuddle it and carry it around. Yeah, but you know, dogs. You're stopping a dog from being a dog. So I see that quite a lot. That's really interesting. That's a very like, um, I guess I don't know what the word is, but very animal forward way of looking at, at it. Is yeah, that people have stopped dogs from being themselves. Because they're making them always too much of their family. This. Something which, I don't know, they, they, dogs can be happy to stuff when they are coddled and yeah. whatever. But I just see that. 
They still need they to have. They can be better. Like, it's like improving your dog. Like, yeah. When people keep their dog on the lead the whole time, don't let their dog over that dog. Because they natural. are personally scared of the other dog, not the dog that they have. Yeah. They're the ones that are scared, so then they yeah. stop their dog from playing. That's it's just really ridiculous. interesting. That's actually really interesting. And now that you're kind of going on to these sort of like, I guess, tips in a way, I guess the one thing I was thinking is when you were saying that they let off so much more energy and they suddenly feel more tired. Do you think that that changes their diet? So then you need to, as an owner, make sure that, you know, if you start going running with your dog, you're thinking about the dog's health and fitness. Like, you know, does the dog need a, a different nutrition yeah, plan? Completely. Does the dog need active rest and recovery? Completely, completely. Dogs love to sleep for about 15 hours a day, whatever the case. Yeah. They love their sleep, but they love being out and active. Like, I don't know, I suppose it's a bus as well. Yeah. You know, you can go out and smash it for like two hours in the gym or on a run or whatever. Yeah. Then you want to relax, you want to chill out. Dogs have the same attitude, especially actually larger dogs. There's a misconception with uh, people. Um, they really bigger dogs need more exercise. Yeah. Not always the case. Golden Retrievers, yeah, they need to top them out. Ridgebacks. He's going to cut, Red's going to come home after this. And he'll sleep for the next nine hours. He, because he's traditionally from Africa, right? That, yeah. brand, that brute brand. Hunt, <laughs> that breed. Are they better in warmer conditions? Uh, he does prefer the warm. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe when it's like raining and cold and snowy, he's like, nah. No, Today's a hates, rest day. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, awesome. And so, I guess there'd probably be a lot of people on here who, you know, maybe are runners and have dogs and haven't yet thought about, you know, getting into running with their dog. What would be like your three, I'll say three to five in case you've got lots, <laughs> three to five top tips for someone starting out running with their dog? Well, first you've got to have the right breed. I mean, all dogs do like to run, but there are dogs that only like to run a certain amount. Okay, so what, what dogs are like the best for like this sort of run? About a 7K run, run, let's say. Uh, black Labs. Black Labs? Specifically black? Yeah, I mean, chocolate labs tend to be podgy bigger dogs. I mean, they are good at it, but yeah. if you really want to, you know, pick the right one. Yeah. yeah. So a leaner lab. A leaner lab. Uh, Ridgebacks are absolutely great. Yeah. Golden Retrievers. Uh, Copper Spaniels. Yeah. They're a very high-energy dog. Um, what else have we got? Lurchers. Unbelievable. What's a lurcher? I'm not sure I'm aware of. Lurchers are basically a smaller version of a greyhound. Okay. Um, they're quite like Because I read that greyhounds actually don't like this sort of running. They prefer shorter distance sprints. Yeah. yeah. Lurchers, I love it. Um, cool. So we've got, have the right breed to actually go running on. So do your research. If you want a running dog, you probably should research the right dogs for running before you get your dog but obviously the dog isn't just for running so you know just make sure you you have a breed that's competent for running and don't just push it because it could be bad for it basically yeah you're not going to be running a pug or a french bulldog yeah that's for sure cool and what's number two uh number two tip when getting a dog starting running don't start running too early in the same way that uh we shouldn't work out lift weights or whatever too early yeah you can stop their growth. Like or, their cartilage and stuff is still developing, right? Yeah, exactly. So bigger dogs, like... Um, so how old should they be before? Depends on the breed again. Cock yeah. So Cockapoo is a great one to take out running. Fine new dog. Uh, I started running a Cockapoo when he was eight months old. 
but then I started running uh, Reggie, the golden retriever, when he was a year, three months, something like that. Okay. And so that's you... just because of the size of breed. They're not fully grown. Yeah. You don't want to start running them. Yeah. So we've got type of breed and we've got age dependent on breed. Number three. Uh, first start them off running on the lead. Great to get a dog running harness for them. Uh, you want them to be close to you in control all the time and you want them to know the aspects of your running because instead of when you're walking dogs tend to be more complacent in what they're doing but while you're running you're going to get further away from the dogs at a quicker distance at a quicker time sorry yeah when they're pissing about or something yeah so you want to make sure that they know that they have to be next to you while you're running all That's the time interesting. And then what about, because one thing I was thinking of is like building up the mileage. Is that important for dogs in the same way it is for humans? Uh, for me, I personally, oh, um, I've always put them in and put them into 6.5k. Morning, Chris. Morning. Morning. So we're Hi. doing a little chat, so we're going to go run on. Gaia, I mean not Gaia. <laughs> Holly, let's go. Uh, yeah, so when dogs come to me, they go straight into a 6.5k. Uh, I've seen no issues with that. Yeah. Uh, some dogs may not do it every single day because they may be pretty tired from it. So they sometimes can split up maybe three runs a week. They come up five times a week, but they only do the run three times. Yeah. And then someone else is out here walking the dogs at the moment. So they join that pack instead. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, when it comes to distance. So, it's not like humans, really. They can be pretty much injury free. Oh, yeah. Dogs are 10 times more resilient than us humans. And that's another thing about body cobbling them. What about you, though? How do you keep injury free? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. You just don't think about it. You're one I of don't them. Know. I don't. You're more four legged creature. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't stretch, so I don't know. <laughs> I've been injured once in the last four years. Yeah. And I think I had like six weeks off running. I don't know what it was, but I just stopped running for a bit. Um, and did you miss it loads? Yeah, actually, it's like, if you want to get into our mental health, yeah. that's for me. Uh, it is such a huge factor. When I went off for holiday for two weeks or whatever, I came back feeling pretty shitty. Yeah. Just from not running, doing any exercise. I believe. Do you think you'd feel the same though if you didn't have the dogs around you? So, How like, do you, do, you think, so do you think running with them is even better for your mental health because of that bond you're creating with them? So like, if you were just running by yourself, do you think you'd get as much out of it? I think running with dogs is definitely more fun and more enjoyable for yeah. me. I personally don't run, like running by myself unless I, if I had the headphones in, that's fine. Yeah. But and or running with bonus, a podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> running with someone is always better. I yeah. Think. You know, you can chat to them, or you can like, you know, put yourself at a different pace and have yeah. a little bit of competition. But running with dogs always makes it more fun, you know. You can watch them, especially when got past four right now. Yeah. They're big guys, and it's just like pretty sick, just running. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
No, it is amazing. I feel very privileged to be out here with you. But so let's just, let's come back to the mental health points. I think that's a really good point. But just to tie up then the four points we had, it was breed, it was age at which the breed's ready to run. It was start on the lead. And then it was kind of just get out and go on about a five or six K, which is kind of the most probably average distance that most people go running on anyway. Yeah. Um, so what you might need to do though is, you know, if you want to make sure the dog's had like an hour and a half exercise, is surround it with a walk either side. Yeah, so basically dogs obviously, they, you know, they're, they're releasing their dolphins the same like we, the way we are yeah. when out on a run. But you want to have a walk in there as well because you want them to use their other senses. Yeah. With like smelling, going hunting, mingling and socialising with other dogs. Yeah, that's very true. So you've got to bring both in while you're out with your dogs. So you, you can sandwich your them. run. You could sandwich the run with a nice sensory walk either side. That's perfect. And it's the ideal outing for your dog, because an outing is not for you, it's for your dog. And where do you think are the best places to take dogs running? Obviously here. Wimbledon Common is a top place. There's no deer, which Richmond have. Yeah. It's a huge expanse, but it's also got the open area and the forest. Yeah. And the forest is the best place for them to be walked, where they can see, go into the undergrowth, It's hill time. Time. Well, Richmond is obviously very nice, but you've got the issue with the deer. Um, Oh, what's a bushy, bushy park? Oh yeah, that's in. I think a bit south. It's more near Hampton Court, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's cool, but again, they're a deer. Um, Hampton Heath. Oh yeah, I love Hampton Heath. Great for running. Place, yeah. That has a lot of dogs up there. You get a lot of dogs up there. Uh, high Park, where I go. I wouldn't say it's a great place, but for central London, it has a hell of a good area. So it's very ideal for people to live around there. Um, so there you go, guys. Lots of top paces for running with your dog. Yeah. Nice one. Oh, that hill. Talking in the hill. This is actually the first podcast where I've actually spoken whilst running. The last one. Morning. Oh, it's tiny. (laughs) (laughs) So take their cockapoo. It's a cavapoo. Oh Oh my god. Wow, what a mix. Oh. Very adorable. (laughs) Lovely. Let's go. Yeah. We're off again. Um, yeah, so the last podcast that we recorded, I was actually on a bike. Oh, yeah. Because I had a little bit of a calf niggle. But it's much better now. So my first time being out with the podcast and talking. <laughs> I'm glad we're back on the nice, muddy, undulated Wimbledon Common. Uh, so you're running here. There's no tarmac. Oh, it's so nice. Which is very good for your joints. And this time of day, I mean, we have bumped into a lot of dogs, but there's not many, you know, people out. So it's perfect. So a bit more about this year then, because obviously it's been a pretty dramatic year, I guess, like you were talking about mental health. And a lot of people have been obviously buying dogs, which is great. Yeah. And do you think like the working from home culture and that sort of thing, and people want to spend more time with their dogs, 
has had an impact on your business? Uh, uh, certainly, yeah, yeah. I'm nowhere near as uh, uh, busy as I was. Well, I've personally got like Ollie, one of my guys is furloughed, and then I've got two oh. part-time workers. Uh, one is doing part-time work. Yeah. Uh, the other one isn't. So it's only me and someone else at the moment, but usually there would be four of us. Uh, so yeah, it has an impact, but I'm taking it as everyone's been hit the same way. Yeah. You go, you go and get it. You go deal with it the way you deal with it. But I said this a while ago on my Instagram. There's no point in complaining. Just get on with life. Stop. Yeah, stop about it. yeah. It's not going to do you any favors. Has that? Has that? Do you think possibly? Oh, it's very uh, slippery here. Very slippery point. Do you think because of having the dogs and that being your business, though, that's helped kept you a bit more sane? Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. I worked through the whole lockdowns, both lockdowns. Um, having something to do which I've been very lucky that I have had time to do. Yeah. Has been great. Oops, sorry. Uh, yeah, so having the dogs around me, being able to like, you know, having a purpose is always, yeah. always helpful. Um, and it's obviously a lot harder when you've got nothing to do to then motivate yourself to do something. So yeah, of course, having the dogs with me and taking them for runs every morning been a big big thing and i got actually got into like working out uh, go left oh. uh just following the dogs <laughs> just following the dogs uh yeah i got into like working out other than running as well okay what sort of things are you doing just like using I don't know what, what just like i do <laughs> just uh working working out like on a mat yeah using your own body weight yeah body weight's amazing uh are you following any like online stuff or are you just doing it yourself? Uh, I just did it myself. I just set up, I just do the same exact same thing every day. Yeah, nice. Uh, I keep it very simple. It's a very quick, it's like 25, 30 minute workout, which you can bash out any time of the day. What's your go-to exercises? Uh, uh, what they call uh, left, left, left. Yeah, down there. Um, they know where they're going. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, go-to exercises, burpees, sit-ups, bicycles, <laughs> So I challenge you to, do you know this dog? Yeah. Morning. Good morning. Wow. What's that? Is that great? Great Dane. Great Dane. We're going over the jump. Um, I challenge you. You challenge me. Yeah, to later. Yeah. These are two Milo challenges that we have on at the moment. It's how many burpees, chest of four, you can do in a minute. And your max plank hold. My max what? Your max plank hold. Okay. So your max time holding a plank. Okay. And then let me know later today what you get. Okay. And I'll put it in the podcast. Alrighty. <laughs> what do you reckon you can get? Burpees. Uh, I don't know. 40? 40? Is that good? <laughs> That's loads. Okay, maybe not 40. <laughs> yeah, go on. Give 40 a go. 40? Uh, I don't know. I'm a bank on. Plank? No, you can definitely do longer than two minutes for a plank. I've never done it. I don't know. I've done the plank, but I've never like <laughs> uh, challenge myself. Come on! So just so you listeners out there know, we've almost done about five k. We're, I'd say, we're oh, running at an okay pace. We're on twenty-five minutes. Um, so we're running about 
Five minutes, 15, and we're talking, and we've got lots of obstacles. <laughs> but how beautiful is this? Look how amazing it is. I'm so glad it's not raining today. Because yeah. yesterday morning, when I was out running, it was pretty wet. Yeah. So, Ideal. back to your you and this year and the future. What's next for Milo's dogs running? Uh, Give me the full lowdown. Expansion to Hampstead Heath. Uh, hopefully opening up a new dog running branch up there. Um, Do you have clients around there that you can... I don't have any clients at the moment, but if I was going to go somewhere uh, next, it would be Hampstead Heath. Because that is the equivalent... So going to stick it to London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the equivalent to women in common, but just up in North London. Yeah. Which, I can't, yeah. I can't bring more dogs here, because we've already got enough. Can, is this the max number? Is four the max you can walk with on a license? Yeah, so you can actually get, no, so you don't need a license to be on the common. Yeah. But if you want to get six dogs up, yeah. you need a license. Okay. So you could technically own four dogs if you wanted to, <laughs> if you want I a dog walker. No, if you, if, you, if, you, if you own the dogs yourself, you can have as many as you want. Yeah. And so Especially then, if you're doing it with the business. Yeah. And so then what about owning your own dogs so obviously is it red red yeah red so yeah. he's kind of yours yeah but do you have any aspirations to own another dog yeah i've got another dog oh okay i've got another ridgeback oh and she is mine uh she was given to me by clients i think i met her Neffy. yeah yeah she would have been at the house uh she was given to me by a client about two and a half years ago uh, he was moving to Australia. Aww. And then trusted you to take it on. Yeah. Funny story is he never moved to Australia. Oh, really? So he just, aww. But well, at least he's got sure. a good home. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> he was using that as like an excuse to get rid of her. So does she not come out on this or is she too old? No, no, she does. She's four. But if I've got too many dogs. Yeah, okay. I can't, um, can't bring her out. So when will she go later? No, she's out with mum. Oh. On the common now. Oh. But running or not running? No, 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 just on a walk. Does your mum work for you? Yeah, mum does the morning walks. Oh. Uh, and she has a daycare. So daycare at your house? Daycare at the house in Fulham. Uh, where all, all these dogs apart from mum will go to. So I guess you hope that, you know, once all this rubbish clears up, you can bring, is it Ollie? Yeah, Ollie back. Back into the team. And then you'll have more people to distribute if you had like other areas. Exactly. exactly. Nice. Is he missing it? Uh, he's on furlough. Yeah, <laughs> he's true. He's still getting paid. Uh, I'm guessing he loves running too. Yeah. He's very much into task, big into yoga. Oh, cool. He's a vegan. Have you done doggy yoga? Puppy yoga, it's cool, I think. No, I haven't. Go to a class. Yeah. And then, I guess, one more thing I wanted to know is, do you have a specific breed you haven't ran with yet that you would absolutely love to have out here? Who would you want as your pack, next pack member? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> it's not my last question, but... 
clean my shoes. Just crossing the road. Just okay. checking the dogs across nice and safely across the road. Yeah, all good. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh god, oh, god. We lost one of the phones. Is it okay? Is it safe? Yeah. <laughs> um God I can't think of what dog have I had. What about I'll name a couple? Dalmatian. Have Dalmatian. They're pretty beauty. They're lovely dogs actually. I've never had a giant smelzer which we're running up to now. Oh yeah, that wow, that's amazing. That yeah, looks cool. like proper craft stock. Yeah, yeah. This is cute, this little Labrador puppy. Oh. <laughs> we'll take a pause. Let them play with the puppy. Thank you. <laughs> Needs the socialising. Yeah. I feel like, oh no, we... Oh, look, you're so sweet. How old is he or she? Just over three months now. Oh. What's your name? Kenny. Oh, Kenny, happy birthday for tomorrow, Kenny. You can tell it's his birthday. He's got the birthday bounce on. <laughs> um, so we're actually recording a podcast, which you're currently live on. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, Milo is a dog runner slash walker. So oh, wow. I'm interviewing him and we're on a pack run where we all run yeah. together. Yeah, yeah Kenny. Well, this is the this is the this is the one that you're missing in your pack. Yeah. We were just, I was just asking him what dog he would want to run with if he had another dog. So Kenny, it might be you. Hello. Ah, that bet also the the giant schnauzer. This is Jensen. 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 Do you know this dog? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> We're having a bit of a dog meet, guys. So this is this is why we've stalled a little bit on the chat because we're currently socialising, which is very important for dogs. And three months puppies, I think. Four months. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice one, guys. Well done, crew. We're off again. <laughs> So you do know this um, giant schnauzer? Yeah, yeah. Giant schnauzer? Yeah, yeah, Jensen. Jensen. Go on, Reg. Oh, he's lovely. <laughs> Morning. <laughs> Holly, come here. Oh, wow. So we're currently seeing a bit of mounting going on. <laughs> Fit classic, really, for, for a pack of dogs, but it's all frisky. <laughs> he's through, he's back. <laughs> wow, we've seen it all today. The year of the dogs. In the last podcast when I was on the bike, his little Yorkshire Terrier came up to us and just like literally was attacking the bike. Really? And I was like, it really is the year to be a dog. It is, completely. But unfortunately, this is the biggest year ever for dog theft. Oh God, that's awful. Where I didn't know that. Like people well firstly dog prices have shot up like, yeah i noticed that uh, yeah i think yeah someone went to buy well someone bought the dog and it was 500 pounds they sent their friend to go buy the same dog from the a breeder with a different litter it shot up two grand and that was in three months space oh my god and there's also all the like stories in the press of like puppy farming and puppy farming, not knowing what breed your dog is and 
Like, I feel oh, like even yeah. with like cockapoos, there's a lot of like cross-generation breeding, isn't there? Yeah. Which um, is leading them to be more spaniel than poodle or whatever. Yeah, one of my uh, one of my dogs actually died. Oh no. Uh, yellow lab. Oh. I mean, they'd moved to the countryside. They'd moved, moved to Oxford, and they came to me as like a younger puppy, but. Uh, one day they woke up and the dog was dead in their bed. Oh my god, that's devastating. seven months old. God, and did they know what had happened? Well, they spoke to Frida and they asked for an autopsy. But the owner didn't really want to because that would have been yeah. the dog around. Yeah. And I think she was pretty distraught. God, so you really do have to do your research and like... Make sure you know your breeder and... Make sure you meet the parents of the dogs. Yeah, and where they've been growing up and living. Yeah. Gosh, there's a lot more to it than just buying a dog because they're such special creatures. So yeah, definitely do the research. And also, we're running with them two golden retrievers today, which you described yourself as on your website. If you were a dog, you'd be a golden retriever. It wasn't Explain me. to me it why. Me. <laughs> Ollie did it. <laughs> I got a golden retriever. So what Ollie would you be? You're a Ridgeback. Is that because they're slightly auburn and you've got ginger hair? Yeah. <laughs> Get healthy dog. You're not from, you haven't got any African origin, have you? No, not Australian. Uh, What's an Australian dog? Uh, Australian cattle dog, I suppose. Or but I'm not one of them. They're mental. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of Ridgebacks. I like their whole whole attitude to life. What's their kind of key traits? Uh, very, very loyal. Like, to another level. So, Red won't walk with anyone else. Apart from his natural owner. Uh, pretty, pretty damn obedient, very chilled at home. <laughs> You're describing yourself. Loyal, obedient, chilled. <laughs> I'm a perfect boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Milo, the perfect boyfriend for my lady listeners out there. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, absolutely adore bridge bags. They're very regal. I think if I was... Yeah, if you were a dog, what would you be? I think I'd be a golden cocker spaniel. A golden, golden one. A golden cocker spaniel. Golden yeah, because I've got blonde hair, so obviously it would be golden. <laughs> um, like this one here, because they're like happy-go-lucky. They're very like you know girly, um, but they love running around and also a little bit nuts and quite loud. And I think I'm quite loud, hence I'm doing this podcast because I like to talk a lot. So, is this your podcast? Yes, this is my podcast. And you work at in the Bull. And I work at Mine in the Bull. So it was an idea that I came up with about a few months ago, really, when I was out running with my boyfriend, Sam, who loves running as well. Yeah. And um, I was like, wouldn't it be so cool to, like, whilst you're running, chat to someone, like, really interesting in health and fitness and then record it? I was like, I would definitely listen to it whilst I'm running. Yeah. Um, and then when we were planning Milo month, Josh asked me, oh, do you have any fun ideas? And I was like, well, actually, I did have this one idea. And yeah, here we are on our second hey, podcast. Hey, have you enjoyed yourself? That's good, lovely. Very, very lovely running across someone else as well. 
Do you ever bring anyone else out on a run with you? Yeah, I had three people out last week on different days. Um, all the different variations of speed. One guy coming out tomorrow. Um, I, I try to promote it quite a lot for anyone to come out and join me on a run. There you go, guys. If anyone wants to join mine, maybe it could be a good date for you. <laughs> Have you got any single ladies listening? Oh, he's seeing someone. <laughs> he just wanted that person to know that he's good for a friend. <laughs> but seriously, though, you could... Would you, would you, as a prize, we've got Milo Awards at the moment, maybe I could suggest that coming out on a run with their dog or something with you could be like a prize? Yeah, sure. Cool. Sure. I'll, I'll pitch that one to the team before anyone think you've I've promised anything there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll need to get that one signed off by the big dogs. Um, yeah, I do, I do. I, anyone who does want to come out, do, do come out. It's a great way to start the day. And... Uh, nothing better than running with a pack of dogs and if you don't have a dog you don't have to have your dog because you've got four with you yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh brilliant well it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you we're back at the 18th hole where Milo has parked his car we've got the perfect Wow, what a brilliant morning running with the pack. Milo, Harley the Cane Corso, Red the Ridgeback, and Lola and Reggie the Golden Retrievers. We ran a beautiful 7K loop, which you can actually find on my Strava page. Although, annoyingly, I forgot to stop my Garmin when we stopped at the end to take lots of photos. But we did actually run it at a pace of around 5 minutes 25 per kilometre. Not that pace matters, but impressive given that there was a lot of mud hills and endless chit-chat. We discussed Milo's background with running and his love of dogs. The dog running community, which is big in America, maybe not so big here. The science behind exercising your dog properly, in particularly in relation to running. And the top tips for anyone getting into dog running with their dog. We also talked about the impact of this year on his business. And then lots of interesting traits and facts about certain dog breeds. We also met many other dogs along the way, some of whom are already dog pals of Milo and his pack. You may also recall that I set some challenges for Milo to do, a bit like the ones we have all been doing for Milo Month. He completed 30 burpees in a minute and managed to hold the plank for 3 minutes 10 seconds. Quite impressive. If you like the sound of what Milo is doing and you want to know more, you can check him out on his Instagram, at Milo's Dog Running, or his website, www.milosdogrunning.co.uk Next week, I will be meeting up finally with Olivia Parker, brand and content manager at Mindful Chef, for a good old chat about eating well and feeding our bodies properly during lockdown, as well as for all the fitness-related activities that we are doing. So stay tuned and listen in next week. you guys for listening to the podcast we hope this was the perfect companion on your run jog walk or rest today and we do hope you tune in for more 
If you have any questions at all, or you know anyone you would like to put forward as a guest for this podcast, then please get in touch via Instagram, either to at Milo and the Ball or at award underscore PT. Happy plodding.